Good evening, everybody. What's going on? Or good morning. Just good. 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 Yeah, good. Be good. Good whatever. Uh, this is um, another episode of Last Week in Parenting. Uh, I'm Justin McClure. And I am Ami McClurey, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, we just got a phone call that said, uh, is this Ami McClurey? <laughs> McClure. Uh, yeah, usually the E at the end is not said, people. Especially a strong E, McClure E, McClure E. <laughs> like literally, she's <laughs> just saying funny. McClure E. <laughs> but yes, I am Ami McClure, and we are humans. We are humans, and we are uh, living in a hotel, guys. Living in a hotel. We hope you guys have been following our journey on the socials, on YouTube or Facebook. We, if you don't know, we are, well, we've moved from um, New Jersey to Georgia, and we're trying to buy a house and sell a house kind of at the same time. So have you guys, anybody ever been in that situation is pretty overwhelming. I think it's just us. Just us and throw in three kids. <laughs> throw in three kids. So we're trying to sell our house in New Jersey and we think that we have a buyer for that. Hopefully we're trying to buy a house in Atlanta. More on that. Hopefully that goes as planned. Um, it should. And we have three kids and we're living in a small hotel and we're giving you this podcast. So last week in parenting is pretty much us Living in a hotel with three kids trying to um, sell a house, buy a house. <sighs> I don't know. You just said that and it made me tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's you know, living in a hotel obviously is not horrendous. You do get the perks of someone cleaning up the room, um, you know, making the bed. I mean, not not that we trash the room. Don't Don't think that. It's not what I'm saying saying that someone comes and you know makes the bed and stuff and things like that so you kind of just get up and get rolling and um you know there's the convenience of if you have breakfast in the hotel that's easy but you're also in a hotel with three children who are three very active children they're at an active age so being cooped in a hotel is it's it can be difficult, you know, after a few hours, it's like they want to run literally free like birds and just be like, where can we go? You know, so we kind of let them uh, I guess that's run the good, down the hallway. That is a good thing about living in a hotel is that, you know, you can walk away and you can ask the maid to clean your room because, you know, when you're living in a house, you have to do all that. And it's always dirty because... Not, not, not the new house won't be. Not the new house won't be. But, you know, the parents got to clean up or, you know, it's your responsibility. But when you're in a hotel, you can just say, hey, can we get some, uh, you know, maid service in our room? And then they go in and you come back and the beds are made. Everything is good. But that's the only benefit of living in a hotel. It's been um, a bit stressful and crazy, but kind of exciting at the same time. You know, the journey is that um, we are selling our house in New Jersey if you're not familiar with what we're doing and we're buying in Atlanta and um, a lot of people ask I, I did a thing on my Facebook yesterday um, if you guys want to follow me on my Facebook it's Justin K. McClure I did a thing on Facebook where I was like ask me anything and a lot of questions were about why are we moving to Atlanta a lot of people were like okay so you're moving to Atlanta and why and you know I would say uh, part lifestyle part financial part um, business Right? What would you say, Ami? I I think it's for me lifestyle and um, and financial. Those are the two reasons. 
Um, you know, I, we, we had a great life in New Jersey, I think, you know, regardless of uh, maybe wanting some more amenities <laughs> in our town or area. I think we had a great life. We, we were fine. We made it work. But I think the lifestyle here for us and the kids is just going to be a better, um, not even pace, because I, I kind of laugh at the stereotype that it's just slower down here, even though it is, but just a it's better... It's not really slower. I mean, Atlanta's a, a, it's a big city and people... No, I mean, it's slower as in, not not that people aren't driving like maniacs or trying to get to work. I mean, when you walk into the Kroger, like... Well, people talk to you. People communicate. Yes. People yeah. people are like affectionate in a way of like, hey, how you doing? And like, they'll talk to you and, and uh, people communicate. Um, so it's, it that's good. I, I think people should treat people that way. Like, like just you know, acknowledge someone. So there's a lot of acknowledgement. And that's in Atlanta. If you go where I'm from in Georgia, up north, you're, you're going to need to have a whole conversation with someone. You pass someone, they're going to have a whole conversation with you. Yeah. No, it's, it's you know, when we are in, um, if, I, I hate to say the north. I feel retarded now. I'm saying the north and the south. Like, excuse me. When we are, when we were in New Jersey, like this morning, for example, with the Starbucks, and the guy was just paying for his food. He turned around and said, good morning, y'all. How you're doing? Yeah. Like, that would not have happened. Nobody knows that somebody else is even in the Starbucks with them in New York. Like, no one, they don't pay attention to that anybody. happened in New Jersey, but like, why is this guy talking to me? Did I do something? What's going on? I don't, I don't understand why he's talking to me. No, everybody's in a Starbucks by themselves in New Jersey. Yeah. They don't see anybody else. Like, even me, that's how. I walk in, I'm like, I'm getting my stuff, I'm out of here. Yeah, so that pace is good, I think, down here in the South. And, um, yeah, so... Financially, if we close on our house, the, the way it, it stands is that our mortgage is probably going to be a thou- over $1,000 less for... Mm-hmm. Okay, so guys, listen. We're going to get a little bit bigger house if everything closes on this house that we're going to tell you about later. And like I said, follow along on uh, the video journey if you haven't on Facebook or YouTube. We've, we've been doing our, our journey about saying goodbye to our house and all these different things. The next video coming out is going to be called living in a hotel with three kids. So if you like this podcast, make sure to watch the video that's going to accompany it. Um, that's probably going to be out uh, Tuesday of this week, which would be August 5th. I'm trying to give people um, a reference. today's August 5th. Okay, so August 6th. <laughs> so um, if everything closes as planned, our mortgage will be over $1,000 less for more house. And so the house that we're looking at, it's like in a gated community. It's perfect. It's bigger than what we had in uh, New Jersey. And, and that's great because Jersey will have a bigger room. The girls will have a bigger room. We'll have a playroom. So in our other house, the, the living room was also slash playroom. Oh, my goodness. It and it was... just looked like it looked like Area 51 disaster zone. So now we're going to have a playroom where the girls and the kids in Jersey can play and they can have their little toys. And then there'll be another living area, which will be more civilized. Absolutely. And that, you know, Justin touched on the savings. It's also savings all around because we still want to put the children in the Montessori system, the private school system. And Jersey would be, would have been next, you know, if we stayed in New Jersey, he still we still would have wanted to put him in that system. And it's so much less costly here. And it's a great school. Like all I've heard was good things about the one that we chose for them, uh, the Montessori that we chose. You know, we looked at all the different ones in the area and we chose this one because it did have great reviews and the parents seemed to say a lot of good things about it. And I read even the kids who were older and grew out of the system, some of them came back and left reviews about how they liked the school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we picked... Well, 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 let's, let's 
go ahead and tell people or I'll tell people we're going to have we're going to do another episode on or have a video about the orientation because probably people want to understand more about you know Montessori and why we chose that so we will tell you we're going over it quickly but basically the Montessori school system is what we've chosen and we just had orientation even though we don't have a place to live yet yes (laughs) uh so um uh, oh, yes. So in that fact that we would want to have three kids in private school, that is not inexpensive. That is that is a major cost. That is actually more than a year's of mortgage. You know, so that is something that was super important to us. And we were going to find a way to do it regardless. Like it, would, it was going to happen. But just being able to do it down here and knowing that it's a really good school still. It, and, but we're saving you know, quite a bit of money in on that avenue is it's amazing. You know, so all of that stuff is just smart decisions for us to still make sure that we give the kids the lifestyle and the benefits of this life that we have. It's, it's really a benefit for them. If we don't spend the money on them, who are we spending it on? You know, we're not well, luxurious people. We don't do. You know. Well, the other thing is that the kids make the the kids make money as as we yep. we're very transparent about things that we are a uh, inter- internet entertainers, influencers, whatever you want to call us. We make. Um, content on the like i answered very transparently on my facebook we make money through ads on youtube and facebook and brand deals and consulting and appearances but there's all kinds of stuff that you know we make our income from the girls and even jersey are, are very central to this because people care about our kids people love our kids we wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for the kids so part of the money that we make that they make goes into giving them the best life experience and that means education mm-hmm. and the montessori school system is not so much about memorizing and learning and education is about social skills and teaching empathy and compassion mm-hmm. and real life social skills. Um, so it, it's great, and but 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 it is expensive. So but like I said, some of the or a lot of the income that <clears throat> the income that we're making it, it it goes to that, and we're fortunate that they take kids as young as Jersey because mm-hmm. Jersey, such a smart little boy, he's curious, he's astute, he's asking questions. He is going to go to the same school as the girls. Yes, I, I do wish that we were able to capture more of Jersey's uh, intellect. Let me just cover the thing. <laughs> I do uh, so, wish. Sorry, guys. Uh, Ami um, said something, and um, I'm not going to cut it out. So, what did you say? He accidentally covered the microphone because you were trying to press the thing, and this is right here is the mic. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> she didn't need to say that, but okay. Um, Jersey, um, I wish we could capture some of his intellect more on the camera. Uh, I think he really has a big advantage having sisters who are four years older than him because he loves those girls. I mean, I can't describe their relationship. It's so beautiful to watch. And so he's always imitating, watching, seeing what they're doing. I mean, this past week, I'm watching him and everything they do, you know, the dangerous stuff they're doing. They want to jump from hotel bed to hotel bed. Jersey's 20 months old. He can't come near doing that. But here he goes trying to climb up on the bed. I'm going to do what they're doing. You know, they sit down to read a book. Jersey's like, I'm going to grab a book. I'm going to sit down right next to my sisters and read a book. So that advantage that he has, it's really soaking in with him. Um, and I think obviously part of just who his nature is, that he soaks things in. He really watches and listens. So he's learning so much more, so much faster, I think, than a lot of 20 months old i mean he says ambulance guys that's a three syllable word he says ambulance well he doesn't say it well ambulance. Uh, of course he doesn't say it well but he still says the three syllables ambulance yeah but he he, he hears it and ambulance he's been doing that for months 
But you know, even living here in the hotel, um, the girls are so influential to Jersey. Oh, and, and that's an amazing thing. And the girls love it. The girls feel like, you know, big leaders, big sisters, and they are. And Jersey wants to do everything they're doing. And he feels part of the gang and part of the crew. And I think in a lot of ways, Jersey feels like he's six years old because he's right yep. there with them. <laughs> and so, you know, it's amazing seeing uh, how close they are and how much they love each other. And it's just a, g- a great relationship. And the girls are super sweet. Like they're just, you know, they embrace him on, in every sense every, of the world. Every moment. Actually, you know. It's it's funny that a lot of times Jersey will be crying and me as mom and, you know, I think Justin as dad, there's times where we just say, you know what, Jersey, you're just being you're being spoiled right now. You, you just want something that you don't need to have. You want to be picked up, you know, every five seconds. I'm going to let you sit there for a minute and cry. If the girls hear him crying for more than one minute, you should see how quickly they come running over and they start doing Jersey. Want to play patty cake? Jersey this. And a lot of times he'll just he could distract. He'll just go with his sisters. You know, yeah. it's incredible yeah it is it is incredible and nice but living in a hotel it is a bit overwhelming um i guess my biggest problem is the clutter it's like guys if you just look around it is stuff everywhere and it's not that it's stuff everywhere that i can i can admit that when you're in a smaller place any stuff looks like a lot of stuff right so it's like in a big house, if you have four pair of shoes, it looks okay, whatever. But when you're in a hotel, it looks like 16 pair of shoes. And then like all the bathroom stuff makes it into the little dining area and it's on the kitchen. And, um, you know, there's just like stuff everywhere. And it feels like you're just trudging through a jungle to get anywhere in the hotel. It, it is so annoying. It drives me nuts. Okay. Yes, it does. But can we talk about whose stuff it mostly is? Oh, okay, because I'm I, I have camera stuff. No, and not even gear. just that, Justin. Because when we're in a hotel, you're like, I don't care. I'm not putting stuff in a dirty clothes pile. I'm not putting my socks. You just shed well, there, your there clothes. Is no dirty clothes. There's, there's there, I always to create do. a dirty okay, clothes there's, thing. There's, there's but no, there's no um, compartmentalization. It's just like stuff n- everywhere. No, no, no. There is, but I think that in your mind, you just feel like, well, you know, I don't, I can't be orderly here, so I'm just going to. put everything everywhere it's just very (laughs) discouraging so you know living in a hotel with three kids that's probably the biggest thing is that and i'm also always worried about jersey getting hurt because when you go into a hotel they have like every you know tables everywhere that stick out from the edges and you know instead of just having a plain wall there's always some table or bookshelf there and it's like the same size as his head and i'm always worried he's gonna bump into it and in the couch they always like to get on the couch and they're always there's a table right beside it, and is he going to fall down and get hurt? So that's what I'm always worried about. I think the first thing we do when we walk into a hotel is rearrange. We redecorate the whole room. We walk in like, okay, move this table over to the corner, hide it back there. Like, just literally try to clear an open space so that there is some place for the frantic running that uh, a two-year-old does. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the first thing we do is, you know, when we leave a room, it doesn't look the same. Not as far as junky. I'm saying like, they probably have to figure out where was this table again? Where was this sofa? Like we literally tr- shove everything towards the walls because he is two and you have to. He's not two. Well, <sighs> he's almost two and you have to accommodate that he does want to run around. He does, you know, he's an active child. Um, and the girls too, they're always just like singing yeah. and dancing and they're, and they're very loud. And yeah, so when so you're yeah. in a hotel, it's like <laughs> they're loud and they're, now they're louder because they're in a hotel and it just seems really, really chaotic. It seems like I'm, I'm in a live concert all the time. And then Jersey's, you know, back there with his little tambourine or whatever. And it's, it's just like chaos. So, but go ahead. 
the sleeping too is it's so rough because jersey obviously has to sleep in the room with us um so he has a crib but because he's right in the room it's like we as soon as he goes to sleep i start tiptoeing and you know not that i think he'll wake up but jersey is in this place now where he's looking for you like when he goes to sleep he wants to make sure you're still in the room so it's hard to get away from doing that when you're in the hotel and i think actually justin that's probably what it is we've been in hotels for so long he's used to being in the room with us yeah so he's always checking now that we're in the room because he's that's that's where he's been sleeping for the past this is our third week in a hotel yeah so uh let's give people a little bit of uh backstory so we said goodbye to our house in New Jersey. So where did we go next? We actually stayed in a hotel in New Jersey for about a week because... Well, back up. Before we got even got to New Jersey to say goodbye to our house, we spent one day. We were in a hotel in California for a week. Oh, yeah. We, we went out to California. Why did we go there again? Uh, Facebook Creator Week and VidCon. Oh, yeah. So Facebook flew us out. We did that. We came back. We came back from there and we were staying in a hotel and if you saw any of those videos with cameras there, that's because CBS was following us around. And CBS is doing like a mini documentary on us and a couple other uh, influencer YouTubers. So so at the end of August, I think, um, CBS has this documentary out. So they were following us around as we were living in a hotel. So if you're watching any of our videos... And you're like, well, who are these people in the background with the cameras? That's CBS. We hired a crew. We hired a crew. That is that is CBS, <laughs> the the big network CBS, and um, the the documentary is going to be about our, you know our lives and how we manage it, how we do it. Uh, let's hope that it comes out good. So, um, but it's going to be us and the I think Kyler and Matt who are on YouTube. Uh, they're called the Fish Fam and um, the Clements twins who are who are friends of ours who are mostly big on Instagram, but. So I think that should be a good documentary for the for the sake of that. It's just it just shows our real life that we are living in a hotel, and I'm still working every day. So matter no matter what happens, it's like I you know I, I'm trying to get things done. We're trying to live our normal lives as we're like living in a hotel because life goes on, and it kind of shows part of our lives that people think what we do is some people think it's easy or they think oh you have two kids and it has nothing to do with that. It's running a business. It's it's very time-consuming and difficult and you know you got to work hard and it's it's a lot of hard work to make content and 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 the wheels got to keep moving things got to keep going so if you're moving things have to keep progressing and moving so the documentary shows us living in this hotel but still running our business running around we had a big event in the city for Oshkosh that we were supposed to be at and so they followed us there and we go back to the hotel and then now we're in Atlanta yes and Thing. And I still um, realize that through all this, I don't know if any of you guys have um, been following along with my journey um, with my surgery that I had. So I had my last doctor's, not even my last one, I guess my last appointment before we left uh, New Jersey was also going on during that time period. Um, so it's just been a crazy time. By the way, if you're not following my journey, go follow like subscribe you don't follow youtube <laughs> go subscribe to my youtube life of ami and you can also follow on instagram or facebook um that the the journey of the surgery i'm you know justin has been helping me be really candid about this entire journey um you know i think that i'm sharing it in a really natural 
and just real way that most people don't share that type of content or that type of journey with people. And I'm really trying to uh, be be open about what's going on. Yeah, there. Can I give some advice here? Because I saw a lot of questions yesterday on my Facebook page about, you know, how do you start YouTube? How do you, you know, do this? And so here's a good example. Go look at Ami's videos about her surgery. And so the example that I'm giving you or the lesson I'm giving you is storytelling. Tell stories. Be authentic. So instead of Ami doing stories about having a surgery, I got really in there and we showed like parts of her body and we blurred out the parts that we didn't want you to see. But we we got into detail and we told the story. This is a story of why this is happening and bringing you along on the way. Like so, we wanted you to feel like you're there with it and that you're part of it. And we didn't want to exclude you from from the real, true, authentic thoughts. And so some of it, so some people might say, well, you know, why does she want to show her body like that? I mean, who cares? I mean, really, the way I feel about things is that if you really want to tell a story, you really have to break things down and you have to be vulnerable. It it is about being vulnerable. And as long as Ami's comfortable, like I'm, I'm, for me, people know I talk about my lives in, in ways of you know how I used to do a, do a lot of drinking and I'm sober and like all these, like it doesn't matter to me. I love the imperfections of people. I love the vulnerability of people. But the lesson is if you're going to create content online, you have to be vulnerable. If, you, if you're not vulnerable, that means you have a huge ego. Well, you, you got to work on diminishing your ego. And that's how those things work. And then when you can, when you be, can become vulnerable, then you can be, become honest and then you can tell really good stories. So Ami had a great thing happened where she's got this surgery and that's a great time to be vulnerable and to inspire maybe other women who kind of feel the same or want the same or people who are curious or people who just want good entertainment or people who just want to see Ami's journey and how she traverses through this thing. Yeah, you know, and I think going back to being honest, part of that is I think a lot of people who saw me thought you know, oh, look at Ami. She snapped back after three kids or, you know, a, a, a level of, I want to say perfection. You know, not perfect, but people thought everything was just, you know, oh, Ami's so lucky. You know, and I think just sharing that, no, it's not like that. Like, there's, there's a lot going on under here that you all don't know about. Um, so just sharing parts of you and who you are is totally uh, important in your content because that's what people connect to. They have to connect to you before you can share anything else. Um, but yeah, I think that all of that going on during this time period, um, you know, the three kids, us in the hotel, um, CBS documentary, I mean, recovering, yes, um, trying, trying to coordinate a move. I mean, how many States are we crossing Justin six? Yeah. It's an exciting time. You know, (laughs) it's like going from New Jersey to Georgia and then. As soon as we find a house, the girls are going to start school, and then so it's all yeah, very it, close to school starting. Yeah, so you just well, school has started y- down here. Yeah, so you school just, started today. Okay, so you just jump right into life. You just really just got to jump right in, and um, you know we we kind of embrace that. I think that's what life is kind of about. You know, you roll with the punches. It's, it's exciting. You just got to make it happen. You got to got to jump right in, and that's what we've done. And the good thing is things are working out, I think, on our behalf. I think that we are going to find a buyer for our house pretty easily. And um, the good news about that is that, you know, we put a lot into our house. We, we put a nice privacy fence, a nice landscaping, put in a new driveway. Like, we made it really presentable. And so when we had our first open house, it's like we, we got offers right away, like the first day. And that was awesome. And a lot of people commented on the video yesterday. I think it was yesterday on YouTube. It's called um, Saying Goodbye to Our House. So if you haven't seen that. 
It's called saying goodbye to our house or saying goodbye, farewell. And we were saying goodbye to our house. And at the end of the video, I talked about how we had horrible neighbors. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna mince words here. Not, I'm, I didn't mince words on the video. They're horrible. And um, okay, yes, they are. But to be fair, not to them. Who cares? Yeah, but listen, listen, fair, listen. It was. But let me say, say first, we're not gonna mention them by name or give their address. So uh, we're gonna have respect in that way. But. My thing is that I don't know why people go through life and pretend you have to like everyone. Uh, not everyone is nice. Not everyone is a good good person. And you don't have to like everyone. And I don't like them. And I've been very clear about it because they, because they, they were not good. They So in the end, they're doing surveillance on us. But let me okay. say what I'm trying to say. They absolutely, I'm not defending them at all because they were not good neighbors. But like what I'm saying is, to be fair, they were not good neighbors for us. For us. And... That's a fact because we just didn't mesh at all. And I think it's because they they just weren't... Um, yeah, maybe they're good neighbors. They weren't, our, they weren't our people. They weren't our people in the sense that they just did things in a way that were really just like, why would you do that type of thing? Yeah, let me tell you a quick story. So basically, we were doing a video about a year ago and we're outside. Before you say that, I yep. think this is what their problem is. That they might have been a little jealous. Yeah, maybe a little jealous. And so, <laughs> so they're not good neighbors for us, maybe because of what we're doing. And they found yeah. out that we're, you know, popular online. And and so the end result is that when we end, they were doing surveillance on us from their car, from their house. We 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 showed we showed the cameras on the video of how they're pointing at us. We called the cops because they were parking a car right outside our house and having a camera on us. They were sending people to our social media. And we were getting comments on YouTube saying, um, the McClure's are moving and, and who are these people helping them move? And like all these different things that like, how would you know this unless you were at our house? Because we were not doing videos about this. And it comes down to it. They, they were doing uh, live, streaming. live streaming from their house and sending people to our socials. And that's why they're horrible neighbors. But let me backtrack and go back a year. We were doing a video outside and they had music up super loud and I just asked a quick favor. I said, hey, you know, I've never asked before, but can you just give me five minutes and um, to, to finish this video, right? Because they turned the music up loud. And if the guy would have said no, I would have been fine with it. I would have respected that. The, the fact is he just ignored me and didn't do anything. So I sat out, we stood outside for 10 minutes. It's like, are they going to turn it down? And then so the, the guy just totally ignored me. I went back over and just like, hey, can you give us five minutes? You know, uh, we're going to finish this video and like blah, blah, blah. And uh, that, then he just lost it on me. He's just like, get out of my yard. Just get, get out of my yard. I'll call the cops. And just went, like went crazy on me. And so then for me, you know, I, I'm not really the type of guy you go crazy against because I'm Irish. And I can, if you're another dude and you get in my face like that, it, it's not... It's not going to end well, probably, because that's just how I am. Like, I'm a Southern guy, Irish. It's like, I will ball my fists up really fast. I have no apologies about that. That's just who I am. So it escalated pretty fast. And then it, 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 the end result was like, man, I don't like this guy at all. And I don't have to like this guy because of the way he treated us. And you found out in the neighborhood, really, nobody likes these people, right? No. So, so anyhow, um, long story short... Uh, we said goodbye to our house. We, we, we love our community. We, we love the house. But the neighbors uh, were not I'm a good fit to say, for us. To be, to be frank, I think that the neighborhood just was not 
um, a kid-friendly neighborhood, if that makes sense. Like, there was one ha- there, there was a couple houses with kids, but not a lot of the kids played outside. And I think we just expected more of a, hey, the girls will get to know the kids in this. I mean, we're on a cul-de-sac, the only street. The, you know, the girls would get to know the kids here, and they'd play. And that just wasn't really what happened. Um, you know, and we didn't have a dislike for the other neighbors at all. It just what this just didn't become a community, if that makes Listen, sense. Listen, I mean, I, I'll say it again. Sometimes... People don't like each other. Doesn't mean they're not good neighbors for other people. They're probably great neighbors for other people, but they're not good neighbors for us, and that's fine. Um, that's not why we moved at, at all. It's not. I mean, they were not. Trust me, they were not going to force us out of the house. No, li- listen. I mean, listen. You if you don't, if you don't have a good neighbor, you just ignore them. It's like exactly. not a big deal. We, we, we <laughs> never thought. We never thought twice about these people at all. I mean, it, it was just kind of like we had inside jokes about stuff, but there was like there was no animosity or whatever. But basically, in the end, you know, we're moving for. Many other reasons, which are we're not moving for that reason at all, but we're moving for lifestyle, financial. Like I said, our mortgage in Atlanta, if we close on this house, will be a thousand dollars or more, you know, less with a bigger house. So it's really, really a good decision. The school's good in Atlanta, but we're living in a hotel, guys, and uh, we are excited to get out of the hotel. Actually, if we had like seven rooms, then I'd probably be like, let's stay longer <laughs> because I do like, you know, we, we make the beds, we clean up around here. And, you know, sometimes you get a little lazy and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm tired of uh, doing this every day. But you want your house to look good. But when you're in a hotel, someone does it for you. Yeah. So I guess we will have updates next episode about um, our house, buying our house, the, the, the girls' school. So please, if you like following along, um, Subscribe, leave a review if you like the podcast. And like I said, if you want to follow along with the video journey, then on Facebook, McClure Family, or uh, YouTube, where you know you can do that. Anything else? You should do that. Yeah, you, you should, should do definitely that. go and watch what's what's happening that we've you know verbally told you about. You should definitely go and watch it. Okay, guys. So thanks for being here. This is a good outlet today. Like I felt like I we just needed to to talk about this stuff, living in a hotel, and getting let's, it out. Let's go back to our little corner of the. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We will see you next time. We appreciate you, and you guys have a good week as well. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on? Welcome to uh, Last Week in Parenting. Glad you're here. And if you're not sure who we are, I'm Justin McClure. And I am Ami McClure. Justin McClure, Ami McClure. We are a married couple. We're not brother and sisters. No. Justin McClure. Justin McClure is the guy. That's me. Ami McClure is. Although your middle name is Kelly, and the girls think that's a girl's name. Yeah, last night they were talking about my middle name, Kelly. And people have asked before, um, my middle name, it's kind of, it's on my Facebook everywhere, but Justin Kelly McClure, and they were like, oh, that's a girl's name. And uh, I guess it is, but, you know, these days, everyone has, I don't think it really matters. Like, everyone's got so many, you know, there's so many, any name that you can find is probably being used by both genders, you know, except for, like, Brian or something. But, or Justin. Yeah, but I'm sure there's a female Justin, too. Or I, they just call it Justino or Justino. Justine. 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 Did you ever ask your mom why just, she gave you Kelly as middle name? I did not. That should be something I asked her. Why did she, um... I think she just thought it sounded good. I, th- I think I did ask her one time. So I'll have to, I'll have to ask my mom. Um, and people have always asked about my family. I've seen quite a few comments. 
about my family. I think they were on a, a couple of videos, but they do live in Georgia, so I will see them more now that we're here. But my family are, you know, kind of what I'll term, and this is not being insensitive. It's just, you know, they're more country bumpkins. And what, what I mean by that is it's not a bad thing at all. It's just where I come from in the South. People don't really travel that much, you know, very simple people stay in their hometown. They like to stay there. And, you know, that's just, they expect kind of people more to come to you. Like, do you guys have um, family that's like that? Like, they, they love you tremendously and you love them, but they expect you to come to them, especially in, in the elder generation, like the, you know, older people, that's kind of what they expect. So I think Southern people are, are definitely that way. And, you know, my family is more that way. So they're kind of like, they, they, they're, they're not, um, they don't travel a lot. They're not travelers. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, middle name's Kelly. And guys, glad you're here. Another week of uh, of parenting and living life in the McClure family, the McClure journey, as you guys know, or if you haven't known, if you go back and listen to previous podcasts, we are now in Georgia. We are here, Georgia. Georgia. I keep wanting to say we're Georgians, but that's not really what it is. Georgians. Georgians. Ah, Georgians. Georgians. Okay. Just I-A-N, Georgian. Or Georgians. Well, when we lived in New Jersey, what were we? New Jerseyans? New, I mean, didn't, that, that doesn't I don't sound know. good. New Jerseyans. Don't know. New Jerseyans. But we are officially in Georgia. We are excited and ready to move forward. Well, I guess kind of ready to move forward on buying a house. We have... Yeah, so, okay, so let's get into it. Yeah, so I'm just going to tell you about, we think we found the house that we want, but we kind of got some um, disturbing news uh, with with we the should, house. We should we should first tell okay, them. Okay, okay, I'll let you talk. We should first tell them how we found this house because I don't think we've told you guys. That's what you know. That's what we should talk about. Well, I was gonna save that for. Um, yeah, okay. Well, that should come before. Okay, okay, right? okay. We should tell you guys okay, how guys, we found this house. Guys, so this is gonna be amazing. We're gonna do a video about this as well with this specific title. But we bought our house on the internet. So, Absolutely. So let that sink in. We bought our house from and on the internet. We didn't know our real estate agent. Met her through the internet. We met our house through video tours through the internet. So I'll let Ami kind of walk you through. And why don't you talk about how we came down? Yeah, and we let's, looked at- let's let's uh, back it up a little bit. So I don't know if some of you may have saw um, the looking for a house video, the first one in Atlanta. Um, in Georgia, should I say, it wasn't in Atlanta, with um, Brandy being our real estate agent at that time. Um, I mean, Crystal, sorry. With Crystal being our real estate agent at that time. So we looked at houses with her and we were looking at a different area and that was the area she was you know, familiar with. That's why I went with her. So we went and look, looked in that area, but then we decided we didn't really want to be North, we we wanted to be closer to Atlanta and yeah, closer to, be, to the airport. To be specific, we were looking in when Amis says North, like you know North Atlanta, where everyone's moving, everyone wants to live. As people know, in Atlanta, it's a big sprawling city, and it sprawls more north. So we were looking like in Johns Creek, Roswell area, but we also went way south below the airport, mm-hmm. and we were looking in Peachtree City. So we looked at like thirty places. It felt like thirty with um, Crystal, and none of them, none of these thirty. Fit. There was always something, and yeah. you know, Ami will tell you kind of what. Tell them what we were look, what what we were looking for, and how those places did not fit. Yeah, I, I don't think that we're uh, crazy people. We're not looking for anything outrageous. You know, we weren't looking for there to be a tiger statue out front or anything like that. 
<laughs> uh, although one of them had that. Two lions. Two, right. two gargoyles. They were gargoyles, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of like course, that. Jersey saw it, and he was like, lion. <laughs> um, yes, we were just looking for space. Space for our family as the size it is now, but also space for the family to grow. And I don't mean having another child. That is not what I mean. I mean for the kids to grow. As kids get older, they get bigger. They need more space. They, they accumulate stuff. Um, so we really just wanted the space for them to really be able to live for a long time. You know, I don't think we wanted to buy a house and then be like in two years, oh, these teenagers and their, you know, their shoes or whatever it is and have to say we need more space. We really wanted to find something that would accommodate us for years to come. Okay, so yeah, it, what we mean by more space too is like if you saw our last house in New Jersey, it was pretty much perfect. We loved that house, except for the basement was not a finished basement. So everything was on like the first floor and then the second floor was all the bedrooms. So um, we're looking for a place that really has a uh, finished basement in that we can have an office down there. I can have an Bonus office. Areas. So I don't have to have any of my stuff on the first level. You know, we could have an extra playroom so the kids can play somewhere and and not disturb the living quarters. That's kind of the main thing. Yes, yeah. If if you all ever saw our our house in New Jersey, we didn't have a dining room. Um, The office was the dining room. So just that type of thing to where we would like to have our living spaces and eating spaces be our eating spaces, but then have those rooms that we need for the kids and even for us to have office space and, you know, family space, that type of thing. So that's what we're looking for. Now, I say that to say, yes, some of these houses had those things, but you know how you look at a house and you're like, oh, you walk in, this is great, this is great. And then there'll be a space you walk into, you're like, yeah, this is a non-negotiable, like it's a deal breaker. You know, you walk into the basement and you have to duck your head or something, or you walk right into a wall when you walk into the basement, or when you walk into the house, it's a wall. Like There's just things that just make you know it's not the one. And it has to be the one. I mean, you're spending a lot of money here. Yeah, and for me right away, like, uh, I can walk into a house and within two seconds, I love it, or two seconds, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I have to see the rest of it, but right away, like, if I walk in and I see a wall right in front of me or to my left and my right, like, immediately, I don't want that house. I just don't want, I want, like Ami said in one of the videos, I want to be able to see straight through to the neighbor's house. And that's pretty much right. I want to be able to see windows big windows, light. I want it to be airy and vibrant. So really, less is more in, in how I, what I love is, you know, open it up. So if, I, if we walk into a place and it's compartmentalized and sequestered off rooms, you know, that's very, uh, very typical of like houses more in the 70s or, you know, 80s when they, they kind of made that more style. So right away, we know that. And we are looking for like carpeted upstairs for the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Ami prefers a uh, wider light kitchen. Some of these kitchens are, some of these, some of these dining room kitchens are very woody, which is also very typical of like the '80s and the '90s. And, yeah. and so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, is that a big laundry list? I don't think so. No, I think it's just you know the things you want in a home. You're buying a new home. You're leaving your current home, which you like. You know, we liked our home. So we wanted to make sure wherever when we're moving, we have to love this one, obviously. Yep. Um, so that said, we looked. We didn't find what we were looking for on our first trip out to Atlanta, to Georgia. So we decided that we need to keep looking. But we didn't want to fly the whole family back to 
Georgia to look at houses and possibly not find one again. Well, where, where it started is we had breakfast on the way out of Atlanta the last time we were here yeah. with one of Ami's friends, and she happens to be like a, a socialite in the area, and she knows a lot of people. She knows a lot of, you know, homes, people that might be... She just knows where homes are, like, you know, to, to buy and sell. And she's like, you should consider this area yeah. more of the South Fulton area. And we didn't really consider it. But then as, as we drove around and we saw the nice houses and it wasn't as busy and traffic was light. Close and, to the and then And then we looked online and we saw that there were Montessori schools close, which the girls in Jersey are going to go to a Montessori school. We said, OK, this might be the area. And, and then the next best sign, guys, is there are no houses for sale in that area. Yep. Like, in, in, in all of South Bolton, there, there's really nobody leaving. Like, there's nobody selling their house. So it's a really, it seems to be a, like a place that um, people want to live, but nobody wants to move. So there's, there's not a lot of, like, major real estate. You know, you, you know when you go out, drive into a development or an area, and it's like every house is for sale. And I'm just like, what's going on here? Why is everyone yeah. leaving? So in the South Bolton area, it seems that there's a lot of nice ha- houses. It's kind of... Um, a bit underrated probably but it seems to be this is where like the you know the mayor lives in South Bolton uh, a lot of athletes you know a lot of politicians a lot of people that don't want to deal with North Bolton North Atlanta uh, traffic they live in this area so we thought okay that's a great area and then so Ami's friend and you know we can name her Ebony. She yeah, she's like I'm going to help you guys out. I know people. I know people. And then next thing you know, we met a real estate agent through the internet, and her name is Brandy. And basically, we should give her a shout out too because she's um been very good. Yeah, no, Brand. Uh, so as Justin said, Ebony, um, Ebony, who actually I met through Kim Porter. Um, so if you guys remember, rest, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, we're going to say rest in peace. Kim I was going to say rest her soul. Yeah, absolutely. She was, was an amazing person. But Ebony is, is I'm going to say was, is Kim's, you know, soul sister, her best friend. They've known each other a long time. And that is how I met Ebony through Kim, through meeting and hanging out with Kim. Um, and Ebony's been an amazing person. So we st- stayed in contact and exchanged phone numbers. So we became friends. And um, yeah, so that is who... We met with for breakfast, right literally on our last day out of here, I guess. We came down to meet her for breakfast since it's right by the airport. We had breakfast, um, and she said, as Justin said, we should really consider this area. And she drove us around, showed us a few places, and I was like, okay. I mean, I really didn't think about this. And I think Justin more convinced me. Yeah, but at first, didn't didn't you have hesitation? I did. That's what I'm saying. I think Justin more convinced me. What did you think of? Well, because we went to McDonald's on... um, is that Cascade Road? Yeah, Cascade Road. We went to the McDonald's on Cascade Road, and I, I mean, I, let me try vibe. to explain. Yeah, so, so you know, McDonald's is not the best place in pretty much any neighborhood, right. just because it's. I mean, McDonald's is okay. Sorry, I don't mean McDonald's is bad, but just hanging in McDonald's is not a great place to be. Yeah, but the thing is that I was trying to tell Ami that Atlanta is a big city, and it's not like New York. It's it's sprawling, so. This McDonald's is is in Atlanta, so we are in a big, big city. So, in a big, big city, you're going to have transient people. You're going to have people that are just hanging out. You're going to have quote unquote bums. You're going to yeah, have so people. that that's what. <laughs> yeah, so, so so you know, but the same thing in in New York or Dallas or yeah. in, in anywhere else. You know, you're going to find that probably in a McDonald's. So I think. Yeah. Uh, it kind of made me say, well, really? It's, you know, I thought we were going to be in the burbs. 
Um, so that's really, and it's funny that I'm the one who was thinking that way, but I was just like, ah, you know, some of these people are just kind of sitting around doing nothing and, um, you know, had nothing to do with what they looked like. It's just what they were doing. Nothing. They were doing nothing. You know, feel the same way anywhere. If I walked in, they were doing nothing. There's also, there's also a bus stop right outside. And and that's another sign. If there's a bus stop, then you're going to have like bus stop transient people that are just hanging out. But for me, you know, I've lived in many, many big cities, and the, what, what you might think are the nicest cities in the world are the dumpiest one block away. Like, San yep. Francisco is a beautiful city, but man, if you go into the Mission District or you go to some of these districts, it, it is like, get me out of here. But you go two blocks away, it's like, you know, you're in the Castro. It's very nice. The same thing with New York. That's what I think that's what I had to, when you were talking about it, that's what I had to realize. You know what? There's these areas in Brooklyn, you know, Dumbo, but then walk, literally walk around the block, and yeah. you're like, is this the same Brooklyn I was just in? Like, what just happened? Yeah, so um, I was trying to tell, uh, you know, if you haven't been to the South, like, I'm used to it here because I was born and raised here. So I'm just used to the people. I'm used to the vibe. I'm used, so it's, to me, it's, it's very typical because I grew up in North Georgia, but I'm, you know, I'm very familiar with the city. And um, I'm just, I'm a Georgian, you know, that's where I was born and raised. So, but then I think when you started driving around and you got and you got farther out into other areas in South Fulton, you, you were like, well, these are some nice houses. This, this is like... No, I started to see neighborhoods, you know. I started to see that, you know, because even at the McDonald's, you know, there's apartments. And I was just like, where, where is she talking about that we can live here? Like, where, where are the houses? Um, so when she drove us around, we, I started to see neighborhoods and houses and, you know, people who were just living. So um, after that, and then Justin, you know, <laughs> wanting to be in this area as well. And I thought about it and I said, you know what? I think it'll be good for us. I think it's close to the city, so if we need to go, it's close enough, but we don't have to be in, in like, downtown. And also, huge plus, close to the airport, which is important for a family oh, like yeah. us, you know. Well, no, let me be clear. I wanted to be in North north of Atlanta. My family's closer. I'm more familiar with North Atlanta. I like it. Mm-hmm. There's more options for, I mean, lifestyle, like uh, there's Panera Bread there. <laughs> I love oh, that Panera. Yeah. There's CrossFit gyms. There's all kinds of stuff. Because once again, that's where people are moving. South Atlanta is more, probably with more retirees. It's just a different type of vibe. So I would love to live in North Atlanta, but it's super expensive. I'm not super expensive, but it, it's super expensive, but it's just so busy. Guys, I do not want to be in traffic. I, I don't want to sit in traffic all day. I do not want that. So, and then we, went, we looked at Peachtree City which is about 30 minutes south of, like, the airport. And that's just too far, it was just too far away. So it's like, that's very nice, but too far away. Well, yeah, you also said you, you don't want to feel like you're um, in the sticks. It was a bit too rural. Like, um, <laughs> for me, I know certain signs, like, I was just driving down and nobody could tell. But I could just, you know, I could see the soybean plants and I could see some of that stuff. And I grew up, you know, on farms and farm life, and I love that. But I just, some, of the, some of the things I just don't want to go back to, like the... The smell of the soybean plants and some of these other things. It was just too, it got too rural in some of those areas. So we met on the internet, a real estate agent, and then she started showing us houses because Brandy, what's her last name? Brandy Hunter, who, Brandy who Hunter. actually Ebony introduced me to over the, f- 
I guess, email. Yeah, so, again, over the internet, didn't meet her, met her through email. And, and then, you know, Brandy is a, is an awesome real estate agent. Like, we looked her up, and she's got like, all these awards and, you know, very respected and sold a ton of houses. And, and she knows the area. She that was knows the, the area. So, right away, we reached out, and she's just on her ball. Like, boom, 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 boom. She sent uh, Ami houses, you know, went went there, gave us some house tours. And then, so, so, so kind of talk about the process from there. Yeah. Okay, so, once again, this is, we bought a house. We're not done. We're not closed on it yet. There's a couple issues that I think we're going to talk about as well. Um, but the house we want, we, we haven't seen. Yep. So, but um, we, we, we could say we put an offer on it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Brandy, again, important because she knows the area. So we need somebody to be your eyes and ears because, again, we weren't coming down here. We said, basically, this is what we want. Please see if you can find it. And right away, she actually said, I'm going to tell you right now in the area you're looking at, there's probably going to be nothing. She said, because people just aren't selling. There's nothing on the market. There's going to be nothing. So she looked and there was nothing. So she sent surrounding areas. I think she sent, what was it? Uh, Fayette, is Fayetteville Fayette, close? probably Douglas. Douglas, yeah. Okay. Some things like that. And I was just like, ah, we'll look. But, you know, we really, really decided we want to be in Fulton County, South Fulton County. Um, so she said, well, you know what? Let me get off the phone and get back to you. I think I know of two houses that are not on the market yet. Again, super important to say that Brandy knows her stuff because I don't think many other people would have known about these homes and we would not have been able to look at them. So one that was a rental being converted into sale and then the one that we liked that is, um, I guess, was a foreclosure that an investor purchased and was completely renovating. So though that became super important. So she went and she did these tours for us virtually. She had her phone and took videos and pictures and then sent it to us. And I immediately, when I saw the one, the one that we, um, we like, I said, Justin, I think this is it. Like, I think this is the one. Yeah. And so all of this is through the internet. So, you know, Brandy sent us the videos and, uh, and then obviously right away, we, the videos were exciting because the space was perfect. Like you walk in, these huge, huge windows that like cover like, a, you know, the, the bottom and the top floors. The kitchen is being renovated. It's all white. There's, there's, a, there's a big room beside the living area, beside also the kitchen, which it can be the playroom. And then the main concern that I have is the downstairs looks pretty good for like a, a basement for like an office, I don't want. I don't, I don't want to have an office in a basement. I want to have a real office. It doesn't feel like a basement. But the thing is, you can't really tell these things on a virtual tour. You kind of have to be there. But it looks really good. So we made an offer. Um, the the seller accepted the offer. So we are we are like in contract. Like we are like moving along. So the house has been <laughs> more than sufficient with a couple different video tours and you know questions back and forth and this and that and let us looking at like google earth and google maps to figure out what's around in the schools and but we have never seen the house but so we made the offer on the house it's been accepted and things are moving along until we had somebody go look at the house as we are before our closing date and the inspection shows that we might need a new roof and that's not good a little bit of water damage and we might need a new roof. So now we're at the point where we're done negotiating. And so now we have to see what the seller's willing to do on this new roof. Because we have a guy coming out tomorrow to look at, does the roof need, you know, a little bit of fixing? Does it need a new roof? Like these are, these are, these are like it's a big ticket the items. separations from maybe 500 bucks and 
$20,000. Like, this is a big deal. You know, li- literally having a roof over your head is what we're talking about. <laughs> so having a roof issue was a big deal. So the house was in foreclosure before. I understand it wasn't in good shape. People, like, people, you know, took the toilets and, you know, all, all the appliances out of the house. Like, they really gutted the place. And that's another thing I don't understand. Like, I told Ami, I don't understand. If people are being foreclosed upon, that means they're not paying their mortgage. That means they're living free. They're squatting until until they can get kicked out by the law, until legally they can get kicked out. They're living for free. So if you're living for free, why would you then be a nuisance and take things that are not yours? So you're living for free, and then on the way out, you're like, I'm going to take everything that I possibly can, and I'm going to ruin this house. But you already were living in it for free for quite a while. It's it's like should be the opposite, you know? Yeah, no, you should be grateful that you know what I'm not paying my mortgage but I'm still living in this house um I don't know what the mindset is when people go into foreclosure maybe they're just so angry because I've seen it so many times where on a foreclosure home where people literally cut out holes in walls and took copper piping like what are you gonna do with that how yeah, do what you, are you do gonna you know do a copper trade I mean yeah unless there's a guy on the sidewalk willing to buy copper or a toilet why would I ever take it out of a house like it seems like it's a so much work to be able to resell that or reinstall that so Anyhow, the house here, like, there was some of that issue. But the good news is these people that, I guess, they flip houses. They, you know, put money in the right places with, uh, you know, new, new nice bathroom and new nice kitchen. But the thing is, like I said, a lot of these people probably don't do the work where you can't see it. They want to give you the nice kitchen and the nice appliances and the big windows because you walk in, you're like, wow. But then when you when you get an inspector out, they're like, well, you know, there's not caulk in all the places there should be. Some of the water's not draining. Uh, the roof might have. So those are the, that's where we're, that's where we're at now. But they, you know, we are in contract with a closing date that's very soon. So we're going to see if these people are, are negotiable with the, the roof. So we, we're not sure. But it's it's exciting nonetheless. We've driven around the area and we're like, we're getting used to like what's around there. And uh, we've, we've decided on the school for the kids because again, we know where we're going to be now. There's like no question about it. One way or another, this house or not this house, this is the area we're going to be in. So, um, and we can't wait because obviously schools start, started in um, Georgia. So we, we've decided on the children's school already. Yep, and that's probably going to be what we talk about next week because the kids are going to be starting school. And right now we, uh, we are hustling and bustling. We are, I guess, technically living at the Crown Plaza in Midtown Atlanta, and we're on the way out of there. And hopefully, hopefully we'll be in our new house in a week or so, and we can talk about that next week. That should be how it works because we're hoping this roof situation is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. We can get around it, and then we can say that we we officially and technically and financially bought a house on the internet. So, <laughs> so is that I, no, crazy? Actually, technically, we kind of did buy that. We were in contract. Yeah, so we're, we're buying just, it. We're just yep. trying to figure out this roof situation. So, yep. So how do you guys feel about that? Is that is that a that's such a 2019 thing? Is that you bought a house on the internet? I don't think it's a big deal. I, I think you know. With all the technology now and virtual tours and Google Maps and Google Earth and all these things. Um, well, and we've seen so many homes to know what's not going to work for us. Yeah. Oh, and this is in a gated community, which is good for, for privacy. Like there's literally a wall, like a, like a wall around the entire community, all the houses, and it's gated. 
And we thought that's great for privacy because at our last house in New Jersey, people could just come off the main road, drive up the cul-de-sac and just, you know, come to your house. And obviously we only want invited guests coming to our house. So it's good that this has more privacy. So that's important. But that's where we are, guys. We bought a house on the internet. We want to tell you about that. And that's a crazy thing, but an exciting thing. But we kind of got into that position because we knew where we wanted to live and we couldn't find the the house when we came down to look yeah and you know what's even more crazy about it like i even though we did that i'm not like oh man what are we doing i feel fine about it like i said with all the technology today (laughs) things you you get more secure with these with these decisions so wonder if anybody else has bought a house on the internet i'd like to hear their stories you Uh, know who did the Clements. Oh, yeah? I remember talking to Jackie about... Um, the, the Clements twins, if you guys yeah. aren't familiar, the other identical twins that we've hung out with. Yeah, when I was talking to Jackie about us having had made the trip down here and not finding anything, and I said, you know, we have a realtor who's going to go and look for us and send us videos, and we'll see. She actually said, you know, well, our current home that we're in, I don't know what part of California they were moving from mm-hmm. um, or where they were moving they, they're from. They're always in, like, Orange County. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't see the home. They bought it over a virtual tour and that was it that's great i love it it's great and they're happy right yeah i yeah. mean so far i guess so so guys we bought a house on the internet next week we'll tell you about school and hopefully our new house we hope you guys are following the journey and remember watch all the videos uh on our youtube page the mcclure family or facebook the mcclure family and uh, remember ami's youtube life of ami jersey playtime with jersey and you guys can find us on instagram send us a message and, let us know and and this is a preemptive statement, but in about two weeks, we will start back up with the McClure algorithm. Yes. So for you, for our adult listeners, which I assume our podcast is all adult listeners. I don't know how many children are. Mm, <laughs> it seems like uh, I get messages from, um, I wouldn't call them kids because I feel like an old old man saying that, but anyone who's like 22. That's still an adult. <laughs> okay, that's Technically. Adult. Technically. I didn't say old. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're, we're, <laughs> we're excited to start the McClure algorithm, which are kind of discussions between Ami and I about, um, you know, parenting issues and successes and just living life as as adults as parents as human beings so that's the mcclure algorithm on youtube which we'll we'll have those on facebook as well so uh yeah but we got to get in our house and then we can get back with twin talk tuesday and the mcclure algorithm so some of you guys have asked about twin talk tuesday and some of these other things it's just you know be a little bit of patient we're we're definitely going to do those things as soon as we settle being in limbo is hard yeah But guys, thank you for being here. We hope you guys have a great week. If you want to reach out to us on any of the socials, we'd be glad to hear from you. And I know that we have several um, audio messages on our Anchor, our podcast platform. I think maybe next week we should play them and we should maybe maybe make an announcement that people can call in live at some point and we can talk to people. So I think we should do that. So, yeah, we'll think about that because we are getting messages through – Anchor, if you want to leave us a message, you can do that. Just go to where the podcast is uh, hosted and you know you can leave an audio message for us. But guys, thank you for being here. We hope you guys have a great week and we will see you next time.